she's older than me how is that possible she's you know got a great skincare regimen good lord well and i think part i mean honestly part of it is just her peppy attitude all righty welcome to american gods cast i'm taylor trask and i'm toddy and we're back again it is week four in the american gods tv series rollout and um Let's see, we're recording this on a Monday. Uh, I saw it early Sunday morning. When did you see the last? Here. Yeah, yeah, Sunday morning, yeah. Sunday morning. And I think I saw it and texted your uh, – I am you that <laughs> – And then I live texted you as I watched it. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of funny. But I'm like I remember, I remember watching it and then going, oh, no, I'm sorry. I watched it Saturday night. I'm losing my oh, mind. Oh, okay. I watched it because it can't – so for those of you who don't know, Stars puts it out at midnight eastern on all their digital services so at 10 mountain on saturday night it's it's around so i uh i popped it in and just you know about 10 minutes into the thing i just thought oh no oh no and and i say that because we've talked in past episodes about the fact that this you know they should be honestly doing the entire book over the course of the season. They could easily do it. And instead it feels like they're taking the book and they're going to do five seasons out of the book. And I think what really hit me on Saturday night was that that is true. And they're going to, they're going to like do entire episodes over, you know, five to 10 pages and just stretch them out as long as they possibly can. And we ain't never getting to house on the rock at this point. Like that's, it's kind of that was just my visceral reaction to it. So I, I sort yeah. of, I, I might have spoiled it a little bit for you in terms of just like my attitude about it. But I, you know, I hit you up Sunday morning, going, "Hey, um, just be prepared. This kind of just is one thing the whole way through." And uh, yeah, so. <laughs> well, I, I there's so many places I could start to ask you a question about that, but uh, do you think it's just like? You and I had a lot of conversations about, you know, how a creative, uh, whatever, a piece of of your original creativity is just, you know, adapted or, I don't know, how they make all those decisions towards something's uh, adaptation or just publishing it or putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Why, what do you think it is that, I don't know that you and I ever had a conversation where we said we assume um, – off air where we yeah. just, ha- I don't know that you convinced me that the whole book would be in first season. I think mm-hmm. we both just mutually agreed that would make the most sense to do. And I guess that's where I'm trying to dig in here mm-hmm. because it, so I watched it and was texting you as I was watching it. Like what the, you know, it's a, all a flashback what's going on. Yeah. And uh, then after, well, actually during, <laughs> during the episode, I was on Twitter, like just watching the hashtag and I found so many people, book readers, especially who loved it. And so you are almost, I mean, you know, in my kin in my like vision of all this, you are like the sole book reader who is, is. Whose belief is starting to fail as it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, so what, well, let's, I, let, let, well, before that, like, let's real quick, you made, that is a great point you made in our kind of text back and forth. You said something along the lines of, I think American gods is like a metaphor as a show. 
it's like a metaphor on the on the on the you know it's, comic. Yeah, it's its own experiment in belief <laughs> it's own experiment there we go yeah so it's like you know believing in the show being a fan of the show means you believe in the show un, you know, without question and my belief is, has been shaken it would seem in the last week or well, two but i think so, so that's where i think it's real interesting is that part of that is you definitely went in with the expectation of this would probably be best if they just adapt the book for one season yeah. then they take the anansi boys and and just sort of expand the universe on their own after that one season but like like you've said i think by episode 4 it's pretty clear they're not going to get the book done i mean we're not even season. we're not even close to a third of the way through yet like and see i hear the like sort of dread in your voice there and <laughs> i literally saw these tweets this weekend where people were saying it with excitement Oh, like God, like, or in the, or sorry, they you're you're saying it with dread that they won't finish the book or get far enough along in the book. These people were saying it with excitement and and dread in the opposite way of like, oh no, there's only four episodes left. Like, I love this show so much, you know, and and I'm going like, as a viewer, again, another episode has happened where I, I honestly cared a little bit more by the end of the episode, but to sit through 50 minutes of the episode before I really cared about anything was just difficult to do. Well, and, and, and on top of that, the story as it is, has not progressed for two weeks. Now well, the story is stuck. They're stuck at, they left Chernobog's apartment and they haven't done. I mean, they've barely done anything. Like yeah. we've gotten character motifs all over the yeah, place. Yeah, it's all just, God. You know, some of the characters are related to the main story. Some have nothing to do with it. So, you know, yeah. take that what you will. Um, you know, and like we talked about last week, like Mad, uh, Mad Sweeney's um, little moment last week was actually really a good one. It's like, oh, right. Mad Sweeney's going to be is very sort of integral to the plot. And we need to see more about what he's up to because when we, you know, it'll make sense later on. But we're seeing, you know, stuff about other characters who really don't have anything to do with this until the very, very end of the entire story. We're seeing yeah. like... And in the book, like they gave you little flashbacks of Laura and Shadow, but not all one story dump. It was like, you know, it was sprinkled throughout, like, oh, Shadow remembered the time that blah, blah, blah. You know, he met her out of the casino. And so you got a little, you know, taste of it here and there, which I would much rather have had than just one gigantic Laura, you know, origin story. And one that oddly, by the way, backfills like some of the questions you had, like, how did Shadow get cut down from the noose? Um, yeah. Some of that I didn't want to. I kind of I played along a little bit because I I knew sort of where that was headed, but um, right. you know I didn't want to. I didn't want to suggest that we'd get the answer you know this way because I I didn't know. Yeah. But like it's just it, it it sort of backfilled that stuff in a way that to me just wasn't I just wasn't satisfied by that. And then like again we're we're now literally Wednesday and Shadow are still at that goddamn motel. They haven't gone anywhere. Like. Yeah. What is happening? What the story well, which, needs to move and it's not yeah. moving, you know? Which brings us back to that central question I had last week, which is what the hell is American Gods about? What's going on? Sorry, I guess I phrased it wrong last week. I said, what is it about? And you gave me a, a good explanation of what it's about. Um, but what is the story, I think, is maybe different. Mm. And here I am on episode four, and I still don't know what the story is. And I don't, you know, on one hand, that's like a, that's obviously a criticism that comes from something like Game of Thrones, where there's like a big motivator right in the, you know, first episode. Um, But 
you know, if I had watched Mad Men season one, episode one, when it aired, I don't know that I would have, you know, quote, known where, where the story was going. Yeah, that was so, an interesting comparison. Because you're right, we do have now these living examples. Like, you cannot put Game of Thrones and American Gods side by side. It's clear now, you cannot. By any stretch. Like, you know, just not even for like, you know, the tone, you know, like the, the genre, obviously, but like things like structure, the way they can, you know, uh, Game of Thrones, like will take, you know, in a single episode, you might go to six different locations with, you know, a hundred different characters and you may only get like one thing. So they have to make that one thing really work because you yeah. may not see those characters again until two weeks later. American Gods are like, we're, we're only dealing with three or like three or four main characters and mo they're, they're together most of the time. So it's like, why can't we, why well, can't this thing just move, a, move ahead? You know, we, so, sorry, I'm sounding <laughs> exacerbated and just repeating myself, but it's like, I just, it, the more I say it, the more I'm like, it just, it, it's just as baffling the hundredth time that I say it. In the course of our American gods chats, I have uh, unrelatedly watched a couple of, um, uh, I, I, I don't know what I did. I went down the rabbit hole of like watching people explain American Psycho, the movie. And in the course of that, somebody quoted Brady Sinellis as saying something like, there's nothing, um, the ending is very difficult because, and some of the other scenes in American Psycho are really difficult because film is not, um, oh, what did he call it? A, um, a, oh, my brain seriously just crept out on me. Well, let me, um, let me, let me jump in while you, while you gather your not thoughts. A yeah, no, jump, jump in. I'll think it's, of it. It's, it's to me the same thing as, you know, like every American gods fan who's loving it right now. I want to ask them, were, were you loving it when Peter Jackson took the Hobbit, a single children's book and made three goddamn movies out of it? Like, was that all justified? Cause if they say yes, then clearly we're just on two different wavelengths about what, we want out of story and what we want out of, out of, you know, visual fiction. And so it's like that, that's, that would be actually fine. It's like, well, there's, we're not going to relate. So there's no point in like, you know, parsing this out. But if they were to say, <clears throat> Oh no, no, the Hobbit should have been one movie, two at the most, then I'm going to have a real problem. Cause I'm going to say, well, Hey, the same principle applies to American gods. In fact, even more so because the book, and I was going back and after this last, uh, after this recent ep episode four, which you just finished, I actually went back and skimmed through the book a little bit, like physically mm. opened it up, skimmed through it just, just to make sure I wasn't crazy. And there is actually a nice little pacing, especially in the beginning. Like, again, I use house on the rock as kind of like the, the, the flag in the sand, because that is such a crucial pivot point that, you need like the story leading up to there needs to be interesting and, and, and move along enough to where you feel like we're headed somewhere. We're headed somewhere. We're headed somewhere. And we're, where we're headed is house on the rock. And then right. after that moment, everything pivots and you're almost like in a totally different, you know, totally different world in the book, which may be why they're like, well, that will just be a season. It's like, no, 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 no. That's like your first three episodes. Like <laughs> if you think about like an episode art, you know, like a seasonal yeah. arc, um, that would have made way more sense. But there is a deliberate sort of momentum to the story in the physical book that just the show has just ignored entirely. And I'm, I, I feel like that's not – even though Neil Gaiman is consulting on it, he's written you – know, he's, he's very much part of the team. It, does, it feels like they're almost not honoring the book when they do that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, I, first of all, I remember the stupid word that I'd forgotten, which is Brett Easton Ellis said, film is not an ambiguous medium. Uh, like, yes. like if you show a closet where there's, you know, no bloody clothes in it, even though you watched him hang up bloody clothes the other night, your brain is immediately going to go, what the hell is going on? Like, what am I, what, what part of this was a lie? Yeah. And yeah. American Gods is having that problem for me over and over 
uh, because it is filmed, you know, whereas yeah. like I'm sure the novel can sort of tread in that ambiguity and, wow, that's and a get great, a lot of great comparison. You know, um, so sorry to, to, to peel off there. Um, but I, yeah, boy, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's just hard to collect my thoughts on it. Like I don't, I, you know, one thing we've talked about with game of Thrones over and over and over. I'm sorry. So sorry to bring this up is that, I, as a book reader, am generally okay when they make changes to expedite things. Yes. And I also appreciate that, like, in our current, like, er, like you know, we're, we are stupid with great television in this era. And I like television shows that are going somewhere. Yeah. You know, like, unless it's a sitcom or something... If it's a drama, I like that it's telling an overarching story. I don't want, uh, I hate, yeah. you know, I hate when they, uh, when they cancel a show before it gets to, you know, end the story, you know, yeah, yeah. Harry and Christine should have gotten married in night court. Come on guys. <laughs> excellent. Excellent poll. Uh, you know, I, what happened to Tiffany Thiessen in fast lane? What did she still addicted to heroin? I don't know. They canceled yeah. that show too soon. Um, yeah. but I, you know, we, let's go back to another show. We always mentioned lost. Like uh, we I, was, I was totally that going over, and over and we thought the thing that's going to make this satisfying is when they explain it all in the end, you know, um, on the other hand, a show I did not watch Sopranos um, left with a very ambiguous ending, as I understand it. But it seemed like even that kind of satisfied people like, yeah, whichever way you want to go from that ending. Wait, let's go back to Lost. Story. Lost yeah, is yeah. perfect lesson here because lost is almost two different shows right it is the the first i'll just say three seasons i mean really the first two were a show that didn't know what it was where it was going or how long it had so it just right. kind of fo it did what american gods is doing and then it focused on just like these character motifs and didn't really like pay much towards like the greater mysteries on the island like any of that stuff like you know there was the hatch and that stuff but there wasn't you know i made you know hints of the others but there wasn't that you know jacob and all that other stuff never you know the dharma initiative in its true form none of that was really there right after about midway to the end of season three was when they uh went to see abc and said hey we're gonna we need to stop after after is it five or after six like that's how many we're gonna have abc's like well that's unprecedented but okay and then from that point on they wrote against that deadline so yeah, everything yeah. from like the end of season three onwards is up until maybe season six is you know it, it almost like shifts into a different gear entirely right it's like focused it's like it's telling character motifs but it's also like every one of those moves us ahead and moves us ahead or focuses on a character that moves us ahead right it takes us to right. the next thing and i feel like there's two different versions of loss that coexist so there's two different kinds of lost fans um they're the kinds who like and i'll just cut it off at like mid-season three like seasons one, two, and you know about about to the you know, middle, the end of three, Lost was driven less by story and more by character. You know, every episode is, is a character motif or two, and they were much more focused on showing you who all these people are and how they, you know, what their past are like and how they relate to each other. And very, you know, there was the hatch and some little things like that with the others, but there wasn't like a broader story about the island that's being told or you know about their circumstances or any of that stuff. Like Jacob wasn't even a, a, a thing. Then about you know the end of I would say the finale of season three onward everything changed because ABC and the uh, 
you know, Lindelof and Cruz basically had a, a meeting where they said, hey, we want to end this after six seasons. And ABC goes, oh, we've never done that before. So uh, I guess, right. I guess, um, you know, very the British model, essentially, like they intentionally wanted to end it. I mean, or the Netflix model, too, like just intentional TV, let's just call it. And once they made that decision, everything after that it's almost like they shifted into a different gear. Like everything was based around the larger story of the island. Like, why are they there? You know, where are they going? Like who's keeping them there? Like all this different stuff. It became exciting. They still did the character motifs. They, they did all that, but it was definitely, there was a momentum to it that there was clearly not there in seasons one and two. And again, part of three, what I have come to find is that there are fans who like, either one or the other, but not both. Like I have a bunch of friends who love the hell out of lost its first two years. And then just sort of got bored with it. I didn't really care for it until about the end of season three. And so it's like once in a great while, you'll find somebody who's a fan of both, but it's either one or the other. And I feel like that goes back to our comparison to game of Thrones. Like game of Thrones is like latter season lost or latter seasons lost and American Gods is like the first two seasons where it's much more focused on showing you who these people are and what their relationships are and how they deal with each other and all that, all that kind of stuff. Whereas obviously Game of Thrones is story, 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 moving forward, moving forward, moving towards a, an end goal. Right. And, you know, you could argue, well, Game of Thrones is like the, the beginning. I'm like, yeah, but no, like well, there was stuff happening. We're meeting everybody, yeah. but there was st- we were driving towards a narrative of some kind. You could you you felt it like you felt a greater right. sense of like something evolving as we go, you know? Well, and and I think Lost is such a great like pivot point for all that, too, because, yeah, it was the end of sort of net the network television era as we knew it when we were growing yeah. up. And even as a viewer, so I, I didn't watch Lost all the way through. I started watching in season two and then had that thing where like when the DVD came out of season one, you know, I had friends loan me the box so I could catch up and like, and then I just didn't really watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then I was, I was like cognizant that what I wanted was that this was a mystery that they were going to solve. Mm -hmm. You know, I I was like, I wanted to think this is something they've already figured out beforehand Mm -hmm. and they're telling it to us. Like it's a multi-season mystery, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't want it to just be like weird shit that happens every week. And Uh. game of Thrones uh, had canon to draw on. Like there was a Mm -hmm. story to tell. And what I've said over and over again is that I think it succeeded so quickly because it let all the readers know we're telling that story you read. Mm -hmm. And so I guess what's interesting about American gods is there's definitely a crowd, at least I've seen, you know, on Twitter of readers who appreciate seeing all these new dimensions to the characters. But for me as just a viewer, um, I kind of feel like, well, the story's already been told. We're halfway through the season. I don't know what the story is. Mm -hmm. Why, why, why would I keep watching this? Like in, in episode one, like we talked about several ways to solve this last week. And it's not that we're trying to rewrite this, you know, or whatever. Um, but we're just spitballing stuff. Like if Mr. Wednesday in, in episode one, like, first of all, he could have just been, you know, in se- a serious tone to shadow said, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm Odin, like the God, the Norse God mm-hmm. uh, come to America. He could have said that in a way where it's played off. Like shadow thinks he's kidding. But mm-hmm. we, the viewer, know, like, no, he's being serious, you know? Instead of this cryptic, like, it's Wednesday, it's my day. And yeah, you, have to, yeah. you have to know that, like, Wednesday was named for, you know, uh, Wotan and Thursday was named for Thor. Like, that's, you know, that's that's all these clever little in-joke kind of references. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But uh, I think also in that time, he could have said in a very serious way, no, we're going to this mystical place called the house on, uh, on the rock. I'm going to gather the other gods and we are going to do whatever. Like there could, well, he could gonna, have literally I, I, explained what was going to happen. And then we could have watched that. Shadow's disbelief Yeah, that's, as he has to coming. figure out like that's – That's coming. No, that In the book that like if they're doing the book as loyally as they are, there's going to be a scene where that exact thing happens. It will just be way too late. <laughs> like Right. No, that, exactly. Exactly. Like I've already tuned out. So, like, I, and I think, but like, real quick, like, it's important to note this because I think in the flow of the book, that happens early enough to where right. that's the appropriate place for that to happen. And they're just not honoring that sort of that. Um, I don't want to use the word pacing. That's not really that. Well, that I mean, flow, I, you know, like, I used the word masturbatory last week, well, which is true. what I think they're, which is what I think they're doing is that they're just, they're just jerking off with like how cool they can make all these backstories and yeah. like side stories and stuff look and and like that's great. But for the for a person like me who's not already into that, like I don't give a crap. Like I well, and I, I am into that. And it's like there's I still don't like you've got to serve the story first. And I feel like I'm getting shortchanged yeah. on both sides, right? I'm feeling like they're mm. not they're the show as just the show is not doing what it needs to as, as you know, it, for that format, for that medium, it's just not working in the way it needs to. But then as a book fan, I'm, I'm seeing the book not given its full, you know, taken to its full, you know, uh, uh, what's the word? I'm losing words too now. Potential. Potential. Thank you. Good Lord. Um, the book's not being taken to its full potential either. So it's almost like a double whammy for me where it's almost, yeah, I feel like if they had spent less, time and money and effort on the really you know just like trippy psychedelic stuff and had been a little bit more conservative they probably could have shot a lot more um in terms of just you know actual footage and we could probably get more of that book churned out you know it's like i feel like you take house of cards house of cards has no effects whatsoever it's gorgeously gorgeously shot but they can do, you know, that they can do a bunch of different footage and a bunch of, you know, like if you watch House of Cards and it feels like, or Sherlock's a better example. Like you watch yeah. a ninety-minute episode of Sherlock and you feel every damn ninety minutes of that thing because it's just packed with stuff. And I feel like American Gods will get into a space or get into a room, um, or you know maybe two or three rooms and just hang out there and like, you know, show you how cool it is and like you know like do some kind of trippy overlay or something. It's like that's fine, but. What else could we be doing with this time and these these resources? You know, like what else could there be? Right, and I think you know, um, g- g- one of the things that makes Game of Thrones succeed is for a couple seasons we all there was enough magic, you know, and through the uh, through the form of effects that we were like intrigued and wanted to see more. Everything about it made us want to see more. Mm-hmm. And what's been so satisfying about last season was. And it's kind of shameful that it took them that long, but it did, you know, they really, really felt like they were paying stuff off last season. Yeah. They, were, they were finally free of the constraints of the book and they were shortcutting all over the place to get the story told. And there was a destination and it was all coming, you know, true for us. I love the way American Gods looks, yeah, but I don't know what the story is and it would be so much better. Uh, I think you pointed this out if they shot some of it in just like, super realistic yeah terms and then something mysterious happens and you have to sit there and question like um or or at least you have to anticipate oh 
when am I going to see more of that cool stuff? Yeah. Whereas, unfortunately, yeah. like I'm in this position of like, yeah, great. It's all cool. I, pff, what's going on? I don't care, you know, yeah. or I just don't know what's real. Yeah. And that's kind of worse because um, it's just getting me lost in the, in the story. So I had one um, like real specific thing that I've noticed in a few episodes and finally like nailed it down in this episode, which was uh, there's something about the, the sound effects that they use Mm. that. So for example, in this episode, we see this long flashback of uh, Laura and shadows relationship, like how they met and you know, how everything like, and we, they don't even, dude, I was so frustrated that they didn't show the robbery go awry. I know. Right. (laughs) That was so aggravating. Like if you're going to spend all this prologue, on setting the, like they could have just done the whole episode that was a prologue to the rock they could have ended the episode with him getting arrested and i would have been like yep. got it i'm there yep. with you. yep what a weird place to shortcut so anyway they do this prologue and uh the io9 uh recap did a great job of talk of like pointing out the symbolism of like it starts and we see all this egyptian uh symbolism and you sort of think like wait a second is this are we back to the Egyptian gods or what? And then you realize like, no, Laura works in a casino that's like pyramid themed, you know, yeah, and Egyptian yeah. themed. And that was kind of cool. And uh, it's uh, the, like the color, the warmth of the film doesn't look more realistic, but it's pretty grounded. Like, you know, it's all casino stuff. There's, you know, a lot of good shots of the hands, like when Shadow uh, tries to palm like the um, the chips and then she catches him and she's dealing and like i liked all that stuff that was very cool mm-hmm. um then they they as the as that flashback progresses to where she has died and she's been uh, resurrected and she sees him as he's been lynched and kills all the droogs of a uh, technical kid uh in that moment there is no there are no foley effects of her beating up those guys it's all True, like a yeah. soundtrack yeah. And so in this moment of like super unrealism, <laughs> yeah, if that's a word, like super fantasy, I you don't even hear like the the you know the sounds of this battle that she's in, mm-hmm. and it's well, like, it's, it's like they take you out of the the reality of that whole story again. It's like a, they just want to do a music video that has like it's, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. You know, the slow rain. No, you're exactly right. You know, That's like, totally what the impulse is. Slow it down. Yeah, like the you know, slow mo and stuff. And it's like, do we need? I just, you're right. That would have. But they, it's, it's like they're re, they're focusing all the production elements. Like it's almost. I don't even want to. I don't even know what the word the is. Bathroom, like you know, shitting out the embalming fluid. It's like super realistic and gross yeah. with all the sound effects. Yeah. But the effect is that. I just, I, I don't know. It's, it's, so, it's almost like backwards to me I, yeah. for some reason. Like I just, so I don't, yeah. Do you know what I, I really wanted to, do you know what I would have loved to have seen? I want it's, and, and, and again, this is, this is purely subjective. I, I understand that, but I wanted the production team of breaking bad to do this show. It needed to have that sort of level of realism to where you're like, you know, where it's not so fantastical, you know, where it's like, yeah. you know, blood, like, you know, like blood from the movie 300, like coming at the screen in really artistic drops is like the rainfall. You're like, I don't, I just don't think that's, that's not the spirit of the book. The spirit of the book is America is a sort of very realistic, dingy place. And these, 
gods that you know that the immigrants brought with them that they once believed in they don't believe in anymore and they're just kind of you know hoofing along with the rest of us and all these shiny new things now have taken their place and it's like yeah. there's that's where you focus that hyper you know fantastical stuff is on the new gods like you give that to them you show how how sort of down and dour and sort of just like you know down with the rest of us the old gods are like there there's a cool visual way to do that that i think is more appropriate and yeah. i just i don't I mean, what they clearly made a very bold, specific choice, and they're sticking to it. So, well on them for that. But I just, I don't think that was the right one in this case. Yeah, it's, um, man, I, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I, mean, um, I love your idea. I love your, uh, your, your idea of the Breaking Bad, you know, production on this. You know what else I jumps to mind immediately with like all the blood splatter and stuff is uh, if if we had Robert Rodriguez doing from dust till dawn mm, like and mm-hmm. telling the american god story in that style of mm-hmm. there, that was you know that that movie is like an an hour or more of it is just a gangster like realist gangster film wow and, what and a it, great comparison when it turns into like a vampire Ooh. movie you're like what the fu-? i mean that was like groundbreaking when i first saw it you know um well and, it's funny you mentioned because like I was, I really dug the first half of it until they right. get to the bar, and then it's like, oh, okay. And it, I mean, what it turned into was fine, but it's just like I was really buying into what I had seen up to that point. So when it went, when it turned yeah. that drastically, it's like, well, I'm not into, I'm not as into this. I want to see more of that other thing. That's you know, I'm gonna see Quentin Tarantino being a complete creep. Yeah, you know, like that was, God, that was frightening. Yeah, um, I. But even Game of Thrones. I mean, again, like the thing that's that keeps me in the moment of game of thrones is that uh, crazy stuff will happen, but it all happens in a very grounded reality. And when there's a big battle, you're hearing people breathing hard. You're hearing swords banging off armor. You're hearing the sounds of like the horses thundering around. It's like all super visceral and American gods. It's like when you get to a really visceral part, they pull you out of it by getting rid of the sound. And then you know what it is. It feels like the whole thing is shot on a sound stage. Yeah. Minus the driving scenes. Like it feels like they're in a studio somewhere indoors for like most of the stuff. Like that whole cemetery felt fake. You know, all of it, n- none of it felt real. It's like they had like, Oh know, dude. Yeah. That's a, the cemetery is an excellent point on that. And it's like, why could that have been like, imagine how much more into the story you would have been if that was a real location, you know, what? it's like, and watch and, and somebody's like, well, it is. And you know, somebody could easily say, you know, tomorrow, like, oh, that was, you know, that is a real place. But they stylized it so much, it yeah. lost any of that. Like, they, they could have just done it in on a set if that was the case. Because No, when we were watching the first episode, when it gets to the cemetery, I, I literally was doing that thing where I'm like looking for the edges of the yeah. stage or something. Right. Uh, because I just didn't, I didn't have a sense of the place. You know, like I was like, wait, I, I don't get it. Are they really outside, or is that like a <laughs> where is this like a fake grass or what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I think there's yeah. So we can go on and on. I think we've you know we've, yeah. we've sort of this is a trend that that started you know last episode um, that you know we're seeing continue where it's just like I don't know where this show is going and right. I I worry a little bit and you know it's it's it clearly they're not gonna they're not gonna get the whole book done this. Right. Season. I mean, obviously, there's, there's no. It, even if they, if they were to attempt to, it'd be the most insane thing that would. You know, they'd have to cut so much. There's just no way. Um, so what are we gonna do about it? <laughs> I don't know. 
Well, we were talking off before we start, you know, off air about just rolling this back into the Todd and Taylor show feed, I guess. And, you know, calling it a, uh, you know, interesting but short-lived experiment, if you will, on on being excited for a show and sort of seeing it drift away from you. Well, uh, yeah, there's definitely some great uh, podcasting lessons there. Um, I was thinking more, you know, specifically one of the things that came up last week was I said – that I realized, you know, I do like the look of it. And I, you know, there's some shows that can be slow uh, and draw you in. Um, I don't like the week to week of American Gods. I guess I guess that's the shortest way to say that. Yeah. So yeah. I do think like, you know, I, th- I think what, where we're both leaning is we're going to put a pin in this, <laughs> not do a weekly uh, podcast on American Gods. And maybe at the end of the season, we both go back and binge, you know, where we've left off. Uh, I, for one, was subscribing through the Stars app. So I just feel like, hey, I'm just going to cancel that. And then I'll, you know, I'll pay for one month down the road and watch them all at once. Yeah. And, yeah. And feel okay about it. But I think I'm, I think it might enhance our enjoyment overall. I think, you know, it's I, like we said last week, too. This show seems yeah. to be one that is made for a single binge. And we're right. sort of forced watching it week to week, which may not fit the the intent or the format maybe we appreciate it more when we can sort of like you know look ahead and like you know maybe fast forward through a few things and like just yeah stay on me. maybe i mean i love this comparison to you know lost which absolutely had a week to week like yes anticipation game of thrones has that week to week anticipation um both of us have at different times binged game of thrones seasons i believe so yep. you know yep. like that's kind of how we got into it and so it's uh, the, you know, that works both ways. I don't know that I've never binged lost. I don't know if that, I don't think you can in that model, you know, no, but, no, but this definitely can. feels like a show where it's not working week to week, but it might, it might just work better as a binge. So, yeah. Yeah. I think so we should maybe like, we'll be, we'll, I guess we'll just, we'll see everybody after the binge. Um, yeah, that'd be good. In a couple of weeks. You know, yeah. And we're still, we still make uh Todd and Taylor shows. We still, uh, make separate podcasts. Um, so there are plenty of places to find us. Indeed. You can go to there.network, www.there.network. You can find us on soundcloud.com slash their network on Stitcher. Um, you know, just look for any of our shows, search them by name on iTunes, on pocket Casts, And of course on Todd's favorite Google play. Yeah. I'm like the only, <laughs> Android podcast uh, subscriber, uh, but hey, honestly, they, need, they need somebody to test it out for them. Google Play's podcasts are awesome; they're nice. so good. Um, yeah, I, I I love that uh, format. Um, where can people find you online if they want to chat with you and oh, tell you that can... you're totally wrong about American Gods? <laughs> yeah, you can yell at me at Taylor Trask on Twitter: T A Y L O R T R A S K. Where can they find you? I am at Hey Todd A on Twitter, and that's where you can yell at me because I've not read the book, <laughs> and I'm giving up on the show after four episodes. Oh, uh, we're not yeah, giving we'll, up. We're we'll come back wait. together. Uh, we, we'll binge the last four episodes. We'll come back together and talk about it. And uh, yeah, definitely look for the Todd and Taylor Show wherever fine podcasts are listened to. That's uh, right. Cool. Thanks, Taylor. Thanks, Todd. Bye bye. <laughs>